how much oxycodone and those types of things, methamphetamines, they lead to continuing addiction problems, and people want to keep going back to the doctor to get more of these drugs, Kevin, but uh, the, the, the doctors are wising up. They're not writing the prescriptions like they used to because they understand what this leads to, but it's still happening in some cases, and there was a ring that was just busted. The numbers are crazy. Uh, the U.S. saw a 75% rise in overdose deaths last year. Uh, that's a, a, a rise of 15% in 2021. Overall, that's more than 107,000 Americans that died of a drug overdose in 2021. So people always say, hey, what's being done about it? What's being done about it? Well, law enforcement is out there. They're stepping up in enforcement, and they're doing some things. And Michigan State Police issued search warrants across the state at locations tied to Operation Candyman. And here to talk about Operation Candyman is Lloyd Jackson, W. JR Senior News Analyst. Yes, uh, guys, it was uh, Operation Candyman. Michigan State Police raiding several locations in Wayne, Oakland, and Genesee counties to put an end to nurses who were illegally selling and issuing opioid prescriptions. Now, the illegal prescriptions that state police were focused on were for hydrocodone and oxycodone. State Police First Lieutenant Mike Shaw says their main target was a weight loss clinic in the 8200 block of 8 Mile in Detroit. We executed a search warrant at that clinic, uh, also at uh, five different addresses throughout uh, Wayne, o- Wayne, Oakland, and uh, Genesee County. Um, those were just homes of the employees that were the suspects that were involved in that operation. Lieutenant Shaw says this was not an operation where pills were given out. It was all paper prescriptions. Basically, somebody would come into the, the clinic Uh, say they needed so much of whatever it is they were looking for. Uh, One of the nurse practitioners would uh, fill out a a prescription slip for them, and then they would pay cash for that prescription without any type of uh, medical condition or anybody that uh, uh, evaluated them or performed an examination. There wasn't even a doctor in that uh, establishment. Lieutenant Shaw says the homes that were raided were those of the ringleader of the illegal prescription operation, the receptionist-slash-security person, who handled the cash for the cash-only operation. Also raided was the home of the person who handled clerical duties, and then there were raids at the homes of the two nurse practitioners. They were all arrested, no charges as of yet. As Shaw says, the investigation is ongoing. Hopefully, you know, while getting these guys off the street is important, quality of life issues for that neighborhood is important, um, we definitely saved some lives from somebody that was definitely on the route of overdosing on these pills. And Shaw said that there were some patients in the waiting room, guys, of the clinic. When it was raided, police got some LSD off of one patient. Two firearms were taken off two other patients, and police also seized the gun of the person working security in the clinic. Wow. Yeah, I have a feeling that uh, you know when uh, when doctors buy their supplies, they they, they buy in bulk, like all, like all of us do. So they buy their prescription pads in bulk. So mm-hmm. those those things are sitting around in a closet somewhere. And I, I think somebody's uh, got access to a doctor's yeah. prescription pad, and there's going to be some forgery uh, cases that are that are going on out there. Somebody's forging doctors' names, uh, and then uh, these uh, pharmacies are fulfilling uh, are filling these uh, yeah. prescriptions, thinking thinking that this is legit. And Sean- said that you know doctors legitimate doctors have been uh really good at you know uh, reducing the number of prescriptions they write for such uh items as hydrocodone and oxycodone they've been they've been doing their part but that makes operations like this even more popular because the doctors are holding back so now you got this kind of place who just writes you know and takes that cash and the and there were even there were no doctors the doctor who used to run this place he had left long time ago. He's out of state. He's not even 
part of this. So it was just the people who were left over who decided we're going to make a run of it. And uh, even they said drug dealers would come into this place and and pay to get a prescription and to get pills so they can sell them out on the street. Yeah, that's what they're doing with it, right? So yeah. they come in and you got these nurse practitioners uh, writing these prescriptions. Um, and, and do they know, do you know this as of yet, do these nurse practitioners, are they aware of who these individuals are, and and are there any stipulations other than you got to pay me a certain amount of money in order for them to write this prescription? Or are they just saying, hey, it's whatever the price is, and, and you're good to go? There's yeah, no it, checkup it, or anything like that. Exactly, and that's what uh, Lieutenant Shaw said. Apparently, these people will come in, tell them what they wanted, didn't get any type of you know uh, checkup or any type of exam, and they would just be given the uh, prescription once they had the cash. You, if you have the cash, you can get the prescription. And that was all that was done. Some of these people were using uh, the prescription to go get the pills and sell them on the street. Others were addicted, and they were using them for their personal use. You were talking about uh, doctors lowering the number of pills they give each patient, and and, and that's true. They have uh, computer programs that track every pill that every doctor gives out. So if a a large number of pills comes from one doctor, it raises red flags, and they can uh, launch an investigation. I don't know if that happened in this case because off-air you were saying that there were a lot of people in the neighborhood who were, like, uh, giving a standing ovation and clapping. So, like, this was no secret secret. what was going on there. None, none at all. They They were happy that the police were... Were coming and you know some people say well you know if they, they were clapping but they should have known about this and they should have said something earlier and and who knows they may have you know because state police don't usually go in and do things like this it's usually local police and i would think detroit police narcotics would be part of this but uh they were not and state police took care of it yeah and the, it ranges in the ages and the demographics of the people i mean this is uh this is something that plagues a whole swath of different types of individuals across the state of Michigan. So yesterday was Wednesday. Operation Candyman is not going to end yesterday, is it? No. Is it going to keep continuing? It's going to continue. It's going to continue because this is something that's going on all over. Well, my experience is if you're going to see the doctor, you're lucky if they're there 9 to 5. They might be there 9 to 1. And, <laughs> that's right. this place was hopping. Yes. Uh, they, they, they had extended hours at this place. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's it's nuts. So we do know this is one of the things. And they even say, I know that Michigan State Police say, this is what is killing Michiganders yes. are these opioids. So it's not just, hey, let's bust them because they're breaking the law for just for breaking the law purposes. This is affecting people's lives. People are overdosing at record numbers. And this is one of the reasons why. Yep. And uh, Lieutenant Shaw said they know they saved some lives yesterday yeah, by good. doing this. Yeah, hopefully they do more of it. Thanks, yeah. Lloyd. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, let's, uh, let's take a quick phone call.